Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good afternoon. Always a privilege sitting in for the great Charlie James as he takes a day off. And now he's talked with y'all because I know he has because I heard him talking about it. This little eye issue that he's got going on and he's getting something done on that today. Will, have you texted with him? Do we know anything? I don't want to be telling anything on the air that, uh, by the way, hello, Will. How are you? Hey, doing great. How are you doing today, Heidi? People forget we've talked before the show. Hello again. Officially, hello. Uh, I know you were going to text Charlie. Did you get a chance to do that? I did not yet. So I will, if I don't hear from him during the show, I will definitely text him. At least just to say, you know, hope your recovery is going good. Yeah, because that eye thing was weird. And if you missed it, he's talked about it. You can go back on the app and you can uh, look for where he's talked about this eye thing. It's some weird thing going on. And hopefully he's getting it treated. I mean, I looked a little bit. I Googled it yesterday when he was talking about it. And, uh, you know, it can be treated. I'm not a doctor. I know nothing about the medical aspects of it other than what I've read. So, uh, but it looks like it's something that could be fixed. And let's hope so. It's kind of scary when your vision gets screwed up. So he'll be back tomorrow. Woohoo! And give you a full report on that tomorrow. So. Yep. And hey, I Charlie, don't. if you're listening to, uh, to this, we, we do wish you the best. <laughs> yes, we do. We do wish you the best. He's a tough cookie. I'm sure he'll, you know. Yeah, it's just one of those weird things in life that when something weird happens, you and, and he was smart to get it addressed right away, Very which is what much. you have to do. And uh, so, good. So, he'll be back tomorrow. And uh, so, yesterday, one of the things Charlie talked about a lot was this idea of, <laughs> I love what he said, putting Fauci in South Carolina, basically, putting one person in charge of all the, the medical stuff that goes on. We'll get to that. They've now voted on it. We'll talk about that coming up a little bit later in the show. But before I do anything... I want to give you a good story, okay? Let's start with the feel-good story because those of us who do talk radio, you know, we get on the internet, we see the stories, we look at all this stuff, and then we just go, oh. And some days there's some stuff that's interesting. Other days it's just overwhelming. It, just the negativity can drive you crazy. And, you know, this corrupt politician, that bad story about a kid, I mean, you know the deal, right? So let's start with this one. This is great. Out of Asheville, North Carolina. If you've ever had a cat... You know that cats will get inside of cars. Cats will get uh, inside of cars, sometimes in a car engine because it's warm. You know, if your car's in the driveway, even if it's not your cat, the neighbor cat might get into the, the engine compartment at night because it's, you know, whatever. So they wind up in cars at times, okay? So here's a car lot. This is great. This is in Asheville. And the car was in the crusher. And right before they put this car that had guess, some donated or whatever junkyard car, just before it got d- uh, crushed, the uh, junkyard guy was trying to take a battery out of this car and a cat jumped out of the car <laughs> uh, into his arms. Isn't that great? 
I love that story. I just, you know, I've got to feel good stuff, right? So apparently he kept the cat bundled in his jacket for the rest of his shift before turning it over to an animal rescue where his girlfriend works. And listen to this. This is the best part, okay? A man called the junkyard very soon after, frantically searching for his cat. He described her as Lily, the cat, and he very adventurous. She loved riding in the car or on his motorcycle with him. She even has her own helmet. What a great story to start the day, right? Don't you think? That's you know what's so funny is I have a similar story where my my one of my friends actually got a cat, named it Dash because I forget exactly how it happened. I think she was just parked in the driveway. She left her house, and the next thing you know, she hears all this clamoring and clawing. <laughs> And her dash, and she's like, what's going on? She takes it to the mechanic, and they pull a cat out. <laughs> and, yeah, so they named it Dash, and I think I think it's still, uh, it's still around. Well, sometimes it's just meant for you to have one of these animals, right? Right. We have, we have a, I'm going to get to some serious issues, folks. Really, I am. By the way, let me mention the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, always open, 71307, 71307. And, of course, the Car Pro, Car Pro Talk Line, 800-905-0989. Uh, we have a bird feeder in our house that's my husband built years ago. It looks like a bird house, okay? So it's got little little openings so as to not allow the doves to get in and eat us out of house and home, all right? So it just allows the finches to get into it. And we don't have a squirrel problem where I am, so it's not an issue. So... <laughs> Unfortunately, the rats can get through this hole, and we don't have a rat infestation, but, you know, when you have one, you have who knows how many, right? So a couple of times, I've opened that feeder in the morning, because I opened like a door on one end to put the food in the bowl inside, and a rat has been in there. So yesterday, (laughs) I'm not going to feed the birds anymore in the morning. My husband's going to be doing this. Yesterday, I went to open it. I always open it with trepidation, the door, because I'm thinking, oh, boy, Did they just sit in the bottom and eat the seed? Yes, we're going to fix that with some wire, okay? (laughs) I opened the door. The the rat came flying out and landed on me. (laughs) Oh, no. You know, it's... You, I mean, you Ugh. always think about squirrels getting into bird feeders. Oh, no. These are, rat? these are rats. These are roof rats, and they're horrible. And, I mean, it didn't stay on me. It just hit me on the way to go somewhere else. And, I, you know, I'm thinking of, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Caddyshack, but I'm like, have you ever seen Caddyshack, the old Caddyshack? <laughs> it's been a long okay. time, but yeah. The classic with Bill Murray, you know, so fed up with the gophers that he's now making fake gophers like with plastic inside you know plastic explosives to try to you know whatever that i don't know i'm not an expert on explosives but that's how i was i was so mad about this rat yesterday i was like oh my god anyway and we're not talking about that today all right a lot to get to today including some good news the supreme court is going to look at the case of whether or not trump has immunity Uh, from some of the things he's been charged with. And in case you're playing at home, I've got a whole list of the things that Trump has been facing. We all know, but you may not know a timeline on some of these things, so we'll get to some of those things today, too. It's a... I don't know. I got to be honest. I don't know how he holds his head up with all the stuff that's gone on with him. We know it's political persecution. We know that. Everybody knows it. But, I mean, it is unrelenting. God bless him. I don't care what you think about Trump. The pressure that's on him, constant financial pressure, constant legal pressure on him, just because he's upset their apple cart. We all know that's the only reason. And I'll tell you what, you got to give it to him for holding his head up. And by the way, he's going down to the border today. He's going to Eagle Pass. Biden's going down to the border today to do what? (laughs) 
He doesn't. Where's the wall? It's over that way, Mr. President. So it's over there. No, turn around. There's the wall. You can't miss it. I've been there. Uh, there you go. There it is. Can't miss it. Big. See that big tall thing? Uh huh. Looks like it's made out of wrought iron or something. Yeah. See that? Yeah. That's it. Okay. Huh. Brother. It's only the second time that Biden's been there during his presidency because he doesn't care. Where's Kamala? Isn't she in charge of the border? Yeah. Okay. So they're both down there today, supposedly. And uh, <laughs> what a disaster. We're getting more information out about that young lady who was killed in Georgia by the illegal alien and the fact that uh, officials there prior to her being killed had talked about how they weren't going to cooperate, you know, with the border patrol or anybody like that, ICE, whatever. And they, they're not going to cooperate. I, I mean, <sighs> yeah. There's a lot to get to. No question about that. I'm Heidi Harris. It's the Charlie James Show. You can follow me, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the socials, Heidi Harris Show, if you'd like to. And, of course, follow the station, more important, at 989WORD. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 989WORD, 989WORD. Coming right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good afternoon. Always a privilege sitting in for Charlie. He returns tomorrow. Getting that uh, I worked on today, I believe, and we'll let you know if we hear anything. He'll give you all the details on that tomorrow. And if you missed that whole conversation about his eye, uh, he talked about it yesterday a little bit. He talked about it the day before. You can go back through the archives and you can listen to that if you would like to, to hear the whole story about that. But yeah, I think he's going to be fine. So yesterday, one of the things that Charlie was talking quite a bit about is this whole idea of possibly creating a health czar. Or somebody like it, basically Fauci in South Carolina is how he put it, which is right. Uh, now the House has voted 100 to 17 to merge six public health agencies. Uh, and, you know, what's interesting about this is, you know, somebody came in and, and did an analysis and, and told them that if they consolidate, it'll be all so much better and this and that and the other. Okay. And it's not that, I don't know. My mother and her husband have health care. They live in San Diego. And they have healthcare with a company called Kaiser. I'm not here to give them any free plugs. I don't know if they even, you know, what other states they have it in. And everything they do is all controlled by Kaiser. I don't mean controlled in a bad way, but it's actually really well done from what I can see. And my mother has a lot of health issues. So everything from the pharmacy is there. You, you know, you go in, you need this, that doctor's there, that doctor's there, that doctor's there. It's amazing the way they do it. Okay. But it's private. It's not government. So I understand streamlining things and bureaucracy and all these kind of things, but it's concerning when people have too much power. I mean, we saw what happened over the last couple of years when all these little people who were little, uh, I don't know, dictators 
wanted to tell us how to live our lives when, by the way, we, I mean, I hate to tell you something you already know, but they weren't doing anything they wanted us to do. And then you had all the, uh, you know, the laptop liberals telling you to stay home because grandma might die. Meanwhile, if you work at a restaurant, we all know this, what happened. Just a quick reminder for those who may have forgotten, people who maybe worked in a restaurant, you know, what if you had to actually, I don't know, wait for it, leave your house in order to make a living, in order to keep your house, all of a sudden, and I had relatives like this, all of a sudden you were the bad person because you were going to put grandma, somebody's grandma you never even met was going to be at risk because you went out the door to try to keep food on the table for your family. So we all know that that happened. And the laptop liberals who sat there in their houses and wrote columns about how we should all stay home and still got, wait for it, paid for those columns. And they sat there in their pajamas and did it. And I had relatives like that, people who were, people who were retired, who aren't even working anymore. So they're sitting home on pensions or, you know, money they saved or whatever. So in other words, they weren't having to go out into the scary world and make a living. And they were shaming other people on social media to stay home. So we know this happened, okay? Everybody remembers that. But the last thing we need is somebody in charge of all of this. That's kind of scary. Now, this thing already passed, uh, as you know, the Senate passed a similar bill last week, I'm talking about the South Carolina Senate, but this bill would create a new executive office of health and policy right there. I'm scared. Just the name of that, right? Which apparently would become South Carolina's largest state agency with more than 6,300 employees. It would combine, I'm quoting some of this from, hang on, let me make sure I get it right. I want to be, I don't know. Where am I? I've got so many sources here. This is South Carolina Daily Gazette. Okay. Take it for what it's worth. It would create separate, uh, combine separate agencies overseeing pay services for elderly, for the elderly, mental health issues, disabilities, patients covered by Medicaid, those addicted to drugs and alcohol, uh, plus an unknown number of workers brought over after the health and environmental agency breakup, okay? Um, and they say that it could be less if the mergers lead to layoffs. Like, when's the last time you heard about mass layoffs in the government? <laughs> Never, right? Uh, and what amazes me is that any Republican would be okay with this. House Majority Leader Davey Hyatt from uh, Pickens, he said, we're not only streamlining operations, but also significantly improving the quality of care for every South Carolinian. How does government control of anything improve care for anyone? Now, here's what's interesting about this, because I remember having a conversation with a friend years ago about the topic of health, I think it was, uh, yeah, health care, and the idea that I didn't like government health care and government controlling and deciding what I could do and what I couldn't do. And, you know, I mean, who knows when the, the grocery store app, you know, keeps track of everything you eat and all this nonsense, who knows how many people will get access to that. You know, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but we know it's all true. Your health insurance company, oh, you bought too many Doritos last month. You don't know. I'm just saying it's out there. That information's out there. I don't use the app. My husband does. But, and when I did, I used a fake phone number. <laughs> I figure you deserve to be lied to. Anyway, but I was talking to this friend of mine about government health insurance, and she was saying, well, I, you know, I, I want government to, to be my, you know, have my, take care of my health because my, your, your insurance company doesn't care about you. <laughs> I started let you ever call a DMV? <laughs> government doesn't care about you. See, that's really what it comes down to. You either believe or you don't believe that government means you well. We all, I know, we all know, okay, this audience knows, 
Government does not care about you. They only care about themselves, how they can enrich themselves. Now, that being said, I know people who work in government positions who are good people, who really try to do the best they possibly can. You know, they're guys that, you know, near when I go walk my dog at the park, I see guys out there cleaning up stuff. And I always stop and say to them, you know what? I appreciate what you're doing. Thank you very much for what you do. We appreciate you covering up graffiti. We appreciate you picking up the trash, the people. We appreciate you. God bless you. And they're so shocked that anybody said that to them. But it's true. We appreciate you. They're doing their best. Even if I do see them in their trucks half the time scrolling and stuff. I know what they're doing. But <laughs> but they're trying. They're trying their best. Okay. But there are government officials who don't give a rat's butt about anybody. You're just a number. They're just going to get their money and they're going to work as long as they can and then retire as soon as they'll actually get out of there as quickly as they can. They don't really care. So what's scary is when you put this much power in anybody's hands, we already know what happened a couple years ago. I mean, has everyone forgotten? I know y'all haven't, but (laughs) have the people in the legislature? I mean, Republicans voted for this too. Not all of them, but a bunch of them did. So have they forgotten what happened? But for the House Majority Leader, Republican, to say we're not only streamlining operations, but also significantly improving the quality of care for every South Carolinian, that's not supposed to be government's job. That's supposed to be the job of health insurance companies, which, by the way, aren't that great either. I get it. Some are better than others. So this whole new agency would be led by a cabinet-level secretary who will report to the governor. Okay, so if the governor comes in and says, well, we're all going to shut down, we're all going to stay home, uh, so this person is going to be beholden to the governor, I guess so. And remember, these people were not beholden to anything that they recommended. You know, they were having parties, they were doing their thing. All we ever saw, you know, whether it was Gavin Newsom and others, you know, doing their thing. They don't care. They're not suffering because once again, they're, they're not losing any money. And from day one of COVID, I was on social media and I know Charlie was, Tara was saying the same thing. We're not in this together. We were never in it together. Because you weren't losing a dime trying to tell everybody else uh, that they had to stay home. And I remember the weirdest thing. I've got to dig this letter out. I know I have it somewhere. Got to dig it up. I I know I didn't throw it out. I actually had a letter given to me early on in the pandemic. Because at that time, I was working at a radio station on the Las Vegas Strip. So right across from Mandalay Bay, you know, where the mass shooting was a few years back. Literally right across from Mandalay Bay. And I had a letter that they gave me at the station giving me permission to travel because my job was considered, I don't know, essential or whatever. I can't remember. what I've got to dig it up. I'll find it somewhere and share it with you next time I'm on. But I remember seeing that letter and just getting chills. And I thought, where are we now? This is the United States and I have a letter that tells me I have the right. So if somebody stops me, papers, please. Somebody stops me on the street, you know, at that time I was working mornings and, you know, I'd be driving in the dark to work. So somebody stops me on the street at five o'clock in the morning and says, why are you driving? Where are you going? Do you have permission to travel? Don't you know we're in a pandemic? How terrifying was that? I actually have a letter that says I had the permission to travel. I had to get a letter in this country to travel to work. And I don't know if other people did, if healthcare workers or what. I don't know if anybody else did. Let me know if you did, by the way. The message line's always open. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, always open. 71307, 71307. 
uh, if you experienced anything like that, if you got one of those letters. But it was very creepy to me. So we want to put these kind of people in charge of, the, with the ability to do what? Control everything? And control the kind of, uh, you know, the kind of health care you get? I mean, we all know about some of the outcomes, certain things that were administered to people in hospitals that a lot of people say killed people sooner. Other people say they couldn't get the things that would cure them. We've all heard those stories, right? So you got somebody in charge of all of that. So then they mention this is, and this is what always happens. There's always some whiny story. Representative Jay Jordan from Florence shared the story of a man he called Ethan. He said uh, that Ethan ping pong between emergency rooms, jail, detox facilities, rehab, and even prison due to a lack of coordination by the state agencies that oversee these services. In all, he was treated by 11 different doctors over a three-year period, struggling to get the care he needed. Okay, okay. Um, there's always that one story. But once again, how much should government be in charge of this? Crazy. Representative, let's give a representative Josiah Magnuson, uh, Spartanburg County, we'll give him a big thumb up. He said he didn't think one person should have that much power. Right. No kidding. <laughs> Yikes. Texter, we had a paper. I worked for the U.S. Postal Service. Uh-huh. Texter, yes, I was working for a tree company. You had to have a permission slip on you at all times in the work truck. Yikes. I was a land surveyor. Had to have the letter. I hope you guys all held on to that for your grandkids or something. I don't know. That's crazy. Yes, airline employee. I had the paper and same thoughts as you, Texter says. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to dig that up, put it in my scrapbook. That's for sure. I'm Heidi Harris in for Charlie James. Good afternoon. Always a privilege sitting here for Charlie James. He is getting his eye treated, is my understanding today. And as soon as we know anything, we'll definitely let you know. And if you don't know what I'm referring to, you can go back and check Charlie's show yesterday and the day before when he mentioned some issues he was having with his eye. And I'll let him tell his story. He told, talked a little bit about yesterday and the day before, but he'll be back tomorrow to give you all the scoop. So he's just getting um, some stuff done today, but he's going to be just fine. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line always open, 71307. You know, we were just talking about how I had a letter, which I need to find. Don't know where it is right now. But a letter that was given to me during COVID to allow me to go to work because at the time I worked at a station on the Las Vegas Strip, which of course was closed down at the time. And so, but I just thought, how creepy is this? That I have a letter in my hand you know, that allows me to travel. And a lot of you apparently have gotten the same letter or had it at the time. One person had a letter. Uh, he worked in AT, an AT&T building some, all over the state. Uh, one was given, <laughs> so I was given a letter from my employer. I shredded it and went about my way. <laughs> I also carried a loaded AR in case Karen got up and he, hey, <laughs> text her. I got one of those letters. Also, I got a letter that I was a preferred group for getting the flu shot. Interesting. Though I'm in a younger demo. Hmm. I mean, how, how frightening is that, right? That you were given the letter. So now we're going to have potentially a health czar with way too much power in the state of South Carolina. And Republicans were complicit in this nonsense. And you'd thought, you'd have thought after the last couple of years that people would understand once and for all, if they had any doubts that public officials don't give a rat's butt about you, but yet they want to give somebody all this power. Crazy land. Now let's get to the car pro talk line real quickly here. John from Fletcher's on. How are you, John? Doing great today. 
Thank you, Heidi. Um, I just want to mention two points. One is we keep batting around this big circus of ours, of this country. It's like a ten, ten ring circus, our government. Um, but then we have to understand that this is all about us. You know, we, we are the ones who are being immoral and complacent. And that's, that's the reason why we're having such trouble that's right. seeing through all this mess. And we keep uh, reelecting the people that are in power. Um, our founding father said, that if we let go of God and our Constitution, that we will fall. And that's exactly what's happening. Um, our government's compromising truth and lawfulness. Um, there's a progressive immorality that's being shoved down our throats. Um, and this all started, you know, when they started with the free sex, and then they dehumanized us by saying we came from apes, teaching that in our schools, and that babies are not babies, and, yeah. and placing insignificance on the, the family unit. Now we're asked to deny reality of gender, and uh, we have our, our children exposed to the opposite sex genitals. So that's yeah. one, you know, one of the things I'm very concerned about in our country. The other is, um, which really frustrates me, is I keep hearing about this thing about anti-Semitism. What about the biased views against Russia? And, you know, Russia, by the way, is okay, the we're not go- we're not Wait, we're not going down that whole speech on Russia, but thank you for calling. We're not doing Russia today. Uh, there are a lot of people who, well, I'm not even getting into that. I'm not defending it one way or the other. We're just not, not doing Russia today. I can't, my head just can't take it today. But thank you for calling, John. I do appreciate that. Car Pro Talk Light is always open, 800-905-0989. Texter, Heidi, I work for Delta Airlines, had to have a letter. We didn't miss a beat. Definitely on the front lines before, during, and after COVID. Yeah, absolutely. And God bless these people who were out battling. Oh, I got so, I had a flight attendant. I got on a flight, I can't remember what it was. And I had a mask on. Well, those really silly ones that's basically made out of like nylons, only it's black, like pantyhose. <laughs> it was called like the fake mask or something. And I had it on. And as I go to get on the airplane, and I'm wrestling with my luggage and this and that, right? And uh, the lady, it kind of slips. She's like, well, I go, I'm just, you know, get, she goes, well, better stay on. And I thought, when? Till the drink cart comes down the aisle? You witch? I didn't say that, of course. You'd be surprised how quiet I can be when I have no power. <laughs> But I was just like, how, what is wrong with you? We're all going to take our masks off in half an hour when the drink cart comes down the aisle and you're freaking out because it went below my nose for 10 seconds. I thought, you guys are psychotic. And I'm not putting down flight attendants because they're not all like that. Of course not. But how crazy is that? That's how crazy we got back then. We can never forget how we got. And now with this vote, basically electing, or there's going to be, a, uh, a czar basically looking over all these agencies and have a control potentially of pretty much anything when it comes to government health care. And I, it's horrifying to me that pe- especially, especially, I keep saying this, but it's really important, especially in light of what just happened over the last couple of years. My gosh, these people who, who would, and I know Charlie was talking about this yesterday and talking about, you know, people getting in trouble for being downtown and outside and this and that. I mean, it's crazy land. And where I am in Vegas, I mean, here we had people wearing masks and distancing and everything else. Then New Year's Eve comes and they have 300,000 people crammed two inches apart on the strip. Nobody said a word. Nobody called it a super spreader. Nobody said anything. Meanwhile, mom and pop shops all over Vegas, all over the country, were, were, I know several who never recovered. They shut down. They never recovered after COVID. And the politicians walk around patting themselves on the back, feeling good about themselves. 
So we can't ever forget what they did to us, and we cannot allow it to happen again. Well, we got Republicans who voted for this nonsense, and here we are. Crazy. Uh, Texture, good point. South Carolina's health is our first order. Guns are a public health emergency. Well, that's see, that's the scary thing, right? When you look at it, because there are many people who believe, and I've interviewed some of these people, and they write about it a lot, that the next quote-unquote health emergency is going to be related to climate. Let me give you an example. Where did I put this on Facebook. By the way, you can follow me, Heidi Harris Show, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Rumble, all that stuff. Okay. Uh, but I posted something on Heidi Harris Show Facebook page today. I saw a guy online. There's a horrible fire, as you probably know, occurring in the panhandle of Texas, like a million acres already burned. Horrible. Just absolutely horrible in Texas. I just drove through the panhandle not too long ago. It's called the Smokehouse Creek Fire. So some whack job on X said the Smokehouse Creek Fire in Texas has scorched over 850,000 acres, making it the second largest fire ever recorded in the state. Da, 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 da. He said it's a reminder, a stark reminder of climate change's impact and the need for emergency preparedness. Okay, I'm going to real quickly check this because uh, they are expecting snow up in Lake Tahoe right now. Ready? Okay, guys? Lake Tahoe, California, Nevada, right? You know how much snow they're expecting? Today through Sunday, you want to take a guess? We'll take a guess. How much snow? Seven inches. 12 feet of snow. Whoa, that's a lot more than inches. Where are my skis is what I'm saying. All okay. right. 12 feet of snow is going to fall between Thursday today and Sunday up in Lake Tahoe in the Sierra Nevada mountains. All right. And this moron is over here on X talking about climate change. And I responded to him and I'm like, I don't bother. I responded to him and he said, well, I said, well, hello, it's going to snow 12 feet in, uh, you know, the Sierra Nevada. Oh, well, that just goes to prove climate change. You know what? I can't, I can't even with these people because if it's really, really cold, climate change, really, really hot, climate change, it's never weather. Now, why do I say all that? Because many people believe, I mean, you look at the World Economic Forum, people, many people believe that the next quote unquote emergency is going to be related to, quote-unquote, climate change. So now in South Carolina, you've got somebody who's going to be in charge of all of this, potentially, and decide, oh, well, you know, had too many hailstorms or too much bad weather or it's too hot or it's too cold or this or that or the other, too many hurricanes, whatever, and now we're going to shut everything down. I mean, don't, don't think that won't happen. It's terrifying to give these people that much power. That's not what our founders envisioned running our lives. You know, in, in Nevada, they just passed some uh, law where the water company, they can declare a water emergency. You may have seen the stories about Lake Mead and how it's getting more dry and da-da-da-da-da. Uh, the, the lake, you know, dries up and then it gets full again. And, oh, well, now the water people are going to be able to declare an emergency and potentially cut your water usage in your house in half. That's what these people are trying to do, guys. They're trying to take over so they have more and more control of how we live our daily lives, whether it's weather, whether it's a health system. Yikes. Scary stuff. Indeed. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307. I'm Heidi Harris in for Charlie James.
Good afternoon. Always a privilege sitting in for Charlie. He returns tomorrow. Don't panic. He's getting that eye treated. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go back and listen to his show yesterday and the day before when he mentioned some things he's having with his eye. But he will be back tomorrow. Texter. Thank you, Texter, for letting us know what's going on. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307. Texter says... Really bad accident at Wade Hampton and Fairview and Greer. Westbound lane is only one lane. So if that's where you go, that's Wade Hampton and Fairview and Greer. All right, guys? So that's part of your travel. I mean, you, you know, these apps usually, my husband and I, I think I've told you this before, my husband and I drove across country in uh, November and put 6,100 miles on the little truck camper driving around. Had a good time visiting family and friends, including my aunt who's up in the uh, triad area near High Point. And just had a wonderful time. But there are some really good maps. And one of the things about some of these maps, it's kind of interesting. I don't know which one it is, but there'll be a map and then it'll say somebody reported uh, something in the road. Somebody reported police. Have you seen those, Will, where you can, or you can report it yourself as you're driving along. You can hit a button. It'll say, ah, cop on the other side of the road. I have have tried to do my part and warn the people (laughs) of the speed traps and the accidents. You're terrible. You know, you know what I hate? Combating law enforcement. That's not nice. Let let me tell you what I do hate uh, with those, those map apps uh, is well, and you can turn it off, but the route I take home will always throw me for a toll every time. And I'm like, I don't want to pay oh, your toll. Interesting. I did not. Well, see, that's the thing. If you don't know better, and if you're driving across country, you don't know the area. I mean, I think they're helpful for some things. And sometimes they'll give you a choice of a toll road. I guess you don't get that choice. But, and I'll let them know, like, if there's something on the road. And then they'll say, is that still there? Is that, you know, is, right. what we saw more than anything was car on the side of the road. You know, car parked on the side of the road. And so you hit the app and let them know and... And all that kind of stuff. But uh, it's, uh, how did I get on that topic? I don't even remember. Oh, we were talking about the uh, accident. And what is it, Wade Hampton and Fairview? Oh, that's right. Yep. Waze. Thank you, Texter. Waze, the Waze app. Yeah. I yep. found it to be handy. So if you have an app and you use that, you may not even have to have us tell you that at Wade Hampton and Fairview and Greer, there's an accident. But um, I'm one of those people that I don't go that far. So I don't even use those apps most of the time. I know where I'm going most. And then if you think you know where you're going because it's not that far from your home, then all of a sudden there's something that happened. And if you'd been using an app, you would have known about it before you got stuck in the traffic is my point. Well, and that's one of the cool things about those apps is when they estimate the your time of arrival, yes. or what, it, 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 it tries to factor in traffic and everything. So It's really good. Those are really good apps. Which they, I mean, you know, I hate I hate to get anybody's paranoia antennas up, but I mean, do, do you know what that means? <laughs> right. Okay. Texter says if you're using Waze, yeah, the Waze app, you can go into your settings and you can deselect toll roads. Yep. Okay. So don't whine. Just fix that. No, I I did that on my <laughs> Google app kidding. today. Uh, yeah. I I keep Google tracking me, so that way when I'm 50, I can know everywhere I visited when I was 35. Wow. Yeah. It's a, it's, I think we'd all be terrified to know what they really know about us, which, which is, wait, let's go back to what we've been talking about, yeah. which is, you know, dovetails right into this whole thing of having a health star. See here, let, let me, this is going to sound awful, but let's throw it out there. There are a lot of people who want there to be some kind of digital tracking Right, uh, or digital, uh, what, like a digital, <clears throat> sorry, digital medical, you know, uh, record, right? So right. you walk in the door and you just hand them whatever, a, a, I don't know, a little uh, floppy drive or whatever, and then they can look it up. But, okay, let's say you go, let's just throw it out there, right? Let's say you go to a doctor for potentially 
a heart attack you or go to go to, to a cardiologist for whatever or a physical therapist. Yep. Do you really want that cute receptionist to know that you've had treatment for ED? Yeah, and you know, it's it's one uh-huh. of those things where uh, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. You don't there there are certain doctors who need to know certain things and certain doctors who don't need to know other things, right? Well, and that's kind of my big thing with keeping records of all this like it's, you know, like even with GPS, like if I'm a mountain climber or something and I get lost, it's nice to know that hey, somebody can find me, right? But at the same time, you you also Somebody can find you. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, you're opening yourself up to uh, yeah, the, uh, the well, um, I, the the big thing I worry about with all that is like look at like the Experian hack, you know, when it wasn't yeah. it wasn't Experian that you know was doing bad things with your data. It was they didn't protect it properly. No, they don't. They and, don't protect it properly. Uh, and then yeah, somebody problem. hacked, and yeah, now all that got spilled. Anything can be hacked. Texter says, Waze helps me as a truck driver. God bless truckers. We love you. Uh, helps me as a truck driver with oversized loads. It lets me know when vehicles are parked on the side so that I can change lanes before I get to it. That's really important because truckers will always try to change lanes when someone's parked on the side. I have a friend who drives a truck, and sometimes he pulls three trailers, and uh, I can't even imagine doing that. Oh, that's got to uh, be intense. I drive a manual, and just thinking about, the what is it, 13 gears? Yeah, I know. I can't. Uh, that's more. I once drove a big rig around a parking lot. A friend of mine let me drive just around a parking lot, like in first gear. It was kind of cool. Not oh, I would love to, to do that. We're late. We got to go to break. Yep. I'm Heidi Harris in for Charlie James today. Coming right back. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.